This is Eric Erb from The Eric Erb Show Live. You can find me online at twitter.com forward slash The Eric Erb Show. You can also find me on spreaker.com. That's spreaker.com forward slash The Eric Erb Show Live. And on anchor, anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm forward slash The Eric Erb Show Live. And of course, you can always go to theericherbshow.com. That's where you can find me. Like, share, and subscribe. Let's get into this uh, news today, uh, care of naturalnews.com, um, today, Tuesday, April 14th, 2020. Uh, naturalnews.com, one of the headlines at the very top story is, the lockdowns are working, daily deaths are beginning to fall in the U.S., four weeks of social distance, two million deaths averted. That's what the headline says. Driven largely by the numbers from New York, daily deaths from the Wuhan coronavirus uh, have peaked in the USA and may be headed for a slow downward trend over the next six weeks. This, of course, is due to social distancing lockdowns that we were put in place March 15th through March 20th, uh, breaking the cycle of exponential growth of the virus. It looks now like we might be able to keep the total deaths in the USA under 60,000 by the end of July. Had no lockdowns been initiated, uh, there would be over 2 million deaths by July. The lockdowns, in other words, have avoided 2 million deaths in July. Interesting, um, had the lockdowns been delayed just one week, an estimated 60,000 deaths we would experience over the next few months would have been 240,000 deaths. That's because the number of infections in the USA was doubling about every three and a half days, meaning there are, meaning there are two doublings in a week. Um, 60,000, let's say, times two, times two is 240,000. Similarly, the lockdowns had taken place one week earlier Uh, The estimated 60,000 deaths we're going to experience had been reduced to 15,000 deaths because 15,000 is a quarter of 60,000. When it comes to exponential growth, timing is everything. Every day counts. That's why we were sounding the alarm in March urging President Trump and state leaders to initiate the lockdowns as soon as possible. He had had the lockdowns taken place on March 1st instead of March 15th, the deaths would have been reduced one sixteenth of what we're facing now, or just 3,750. Well, all I got to say is due to the lockdowns and the deaths, and if this can save a life, then I'm great and all for it. However, on the flip side of things, I'm not for violating people's rights. A lot of this has to do with some common sense. Yes, I know that people are infected and most not knowing that they are infected by the coronavirus. I understand that. But again, infringing on people's rights, um, telling them they can't go out, telling them they have to stay home, telling them that uh, you can't even go for a walk with your wife or your kids and you can't even play in the park. You can't even go for a stroll down the beach when there's nobody even on the friggin' beach. Um, You can't even walk your dog. 
you can't even do anything. You, you, the only thing you can do is if they deem necessary, the people controlling uh, us, the elites, most of these uh, elites or these people that think they are elite anyway come from most democratic states. Um, New York, uh, especially Michigan, my old home state of Michigan, um, Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer, I believe is her name. She's a young gal up there. Um, she has gone total off the wall. Um, you can't buy seeds. You can't, uh, seeds for gardening. You can't go out. You can't even go over and, and visit each other right now. A total lockdown, total authoritarian um, style of control. I just can't believe the people in the state of Michigan would put up with this control. This infringes on the Constitution. This infringes on one's own individual liberty. Just because a few people are infected, and I mean that very seriously, a few people are infected, doesn't mean the whole entire state should be punished. Again, you just have to exercise cautionary factors as to use some common sense as to who, what, where, why, when, and how uh, the person got infected, where did they catch it from, okay, who did they come in contact with, et cetera, et cetera. And you might need to quarantine those people plus the infected person. I understand that. I got that. But you should not penalize everybody, anybody and everybody in the state. Understand that there's states, obviously, uh, I'm down here in Central Florida, but there are states um, there in New York that have, you know, thousands and thousands of cases. I got it. Let's do the math. The more people in a smaller space and smaller area, meaning New York City and the surrounding five boroughs, means the rate of infection is going to be higher, or at least people that is, at least has become infected. I didn't say died, at least become infected. Because you have so much, so many people crammed into such a small space. That's what I'm saying. So of course they're going to come in contact. One person throughout a day in New Yorker might come in contact with, you know, anywhere on the low side of 50 to 100 people or more. So of course the numbers are going to spread astrologically, I mean astronomically, um, that's just the way it is when you're around big cities and people that live in the big cities are going to spread it more than people that live in the rural areas and stuff like that. I mean, if you live out in Montana, let's just say, or Wyoming or one of the rural states and your neighbor is five miles or 10 miles down the road or up the road and you're on a big ranch, chances of you getting COVID-19 are probably... Uh, the coronavirus is probably pretty slim. But again, if you're exposed to thousands and thousands of people every day on the subway to and from your job, et cetera, et cetera, like New York City, well, then, you know, it's, it's understandable. People have to, again, not uh, the news and the media, not fearmonger. We have to have some common sense. And that's one thing uh, that we're showing here is that when there's a panic. We're doing what we're told, just like good little sheep. And it's good 
to listen to direction, especially from our, 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 our locals and, and state governments and the federal government once in a while. But it's not good when people are losing their free speech and they're losing their rights. You know, I, I, I'm totally, totally against that. Uh, medically speaking, as long as there's a date and you need to quarantine X amount of people because there's a pandemic or there's there's an outbreak, I got that from a medical standpoint. I, I've been in the medical field on and off several times, so I, I, I understand that. Uh, I'm not a doctor or anything like that or a nurse, but, you know, having worked in the medical field, uh, I, I totally get it. But when you consistently overstep your bounds, again, like the governor of Michigan, uh, a little bit there, the governor in New York, now he's kind of backpedaling because the panic that was created by the media, the hysteria by the media and news outlets and fake news of them telling everybody, oh, it's getting worse, it's getting worse, it's getting worse. You know, I've, I've done digging and digging and digging for the last 90-plus days. I'm coming up with um, doctors are saying off the record that, it, let, let's just say this, if, if somebody dies and passes away uh, and they have a touch of the coronavirus, but they didn't die from it, they died from a heart attack, the doctors, and, and again, I'm, I'm pulling this news through alternative media sources, the doctors are actually writing down they died from the coronavirus. Well, you and me know that. If you die from a pneumonia or you die from bronchitis, you die from a heart attack, you die from a blood clot maybe in your brain, there can be a million trillion ways to die. That's how you died. But they're putting on the death certificates that they died from the coronavirus. Why? Because they're pumping this narrative, they're pumping this scenario, and they want to scare everybody here in the United States. So the numbers look out of this world. They look at, I mean, the numbers are just astonishing, and that's what they want to do. They want to inflate the numbers. So a majority, not everybody, but a majority of people that died with the coronavirus, they're being told to put numbers down, to put causes of death down, that that's not the cause of death. So, so I, I repeat that. If you die of a heart attack, they're saying that the coronavirus killed you. So just think about that. I don't know if any of you, if this is kicking in or not, anybody listening to this podcast out there. But that's really, really friggin' scary. They're lying. They're lying in order to push this digital vaccine that Bill Gates wants in the end game to get everybody marked, get everybody on this damn vaccine, to probably kill a couple million people or more taking the vaccine because people's bodies are going to reject it, so on and so forth. But they want to be able to mark people. They want to be able to track people with this vaccine. It's a digital, I repeat, digital vaccine is what Bill Gates is working on. They want to go ahead and give everybody a shot and say you can't buy, sell, or trade. That's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. But again, from their agenda, their population control, this is what Bill Gates wants to do. He wants to control the world, him and the globalist, George Soros, Mark Zuckerberg, um, 
Bill Gates, of course. I mean, there, there's there's tons and tons and tons. Of, you know, there's 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 maybe four or five hundred people, the richest people in the entire world, that are controlling the world. Their world is controlled maybe by one percent of them, five hundred people, the richest of the richest of the rich. Jeff Bezos is in that uh, crazy ass. Uh, uh, he's in there in the lead as well. Jeff Bezos, the Amazon. These people don't care about you. They never cared about you. They'll they'll cause a like Gates. Gates is is Bill Gates. He's he's uh, he's jumping up and down. He's creaming his friggin' pants because here they created a virus and he knows all about it. And then the virus, he's got to cure. So the 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 virus he created is good for population control. Let's kill millions of people, and then he can stand up and say, "Well, I've got the cure for this virus. I'm the hero now." Blah 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 blah. It's a setup deal. It's a setup deal, and not only is it a setup deal, it's a deal of pure evil. These people want population control. These people want to kill all of us, not just you, even me. They want to kill everybody. They want to take the population down to 500 million. They think that that's, that's a good number to have, a good manageable number to have with the sheep to be able to manage that globally on a global scale. So just think about that. We're going to make it. We're all going to make it. We're going to get through this here in the next couple months. We're going to get through this coronavirus. Everything will be okay. A lot of things have changed. We might not go back to normal, if you will, and that's only because of them. They want us to have that in our mind. And I think this was a trial run to actually see. They'll probably let out another virus sometime soon, the real deal. So I'm going to stop right here. Like, share, and subscribe. You can find me online at com, my main website, Spreaker.com forward slash The Eric Herb Show Live. You can find me on Twitter, Twitter.com forward slash uh, The Eric Herb Show. And, of course, you can always find me at Anchor. That's Anchor.fm, Anchor.fm forward slash The Eric Herb Show Live. Like, share, subscribe. This is Eric Herb from The Eric Herb Show Live, and I'm signing off. I'm out of here. Have a good day.